This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I'm an acquirer of rare antiquities known as Nathan Hartman, and with me tonight uh, are my, some of my favorite rats of all the rats. Uh, hello, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Hello. Dave, welcome, Dave. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And last but certainly not least, it's Janine. Hello. This moment always racks me with terror. I don't know what to say, and I feel like I have to come up with something new every time. And Literally. like, how many languages can or should I say it in? Ugh. Anyway. You've never said it in German, even though you've been taking German class. You just say hello. Hello. <laughs> Is it yeah. really just hello in German with an A instead of an E? Be careful hello. with your be hello. careful with your German. I I we're gonna be talking about the Indiana Jones trailer, but I'm just in the, <laughs> I'm I'm in punching mode for Germans at the moment. So be careful, everybody. <laughs> wow, um, just be careful. No 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 tea no shade Germans, but you know you know how it is. I got that indie fever. Well, so apparently they fell out of the word World Cup. Well, oh. good. No, I don't oh. care. I don't. It's fine. I don't whatever. either. I was informed you know. of that. So welcome to uh, Soccer Heads, this is a soccer podcast about soccer. Um, <laughs> let's begin. <laughs> My people well, who know gonna, nothing about soccer. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we're gonna talk about uh, someone getting uh, kicked, um, and uh, we talked, of course, about this on our bonus episode because uh, Disney loves to shoot out news either after we record or right before we record. Um, but of course, for those that did not listen, I would recommend you do. But uh, our cardigan daddy has returned. Uh, Bob Iger is once again CEO of the Walt Disney Company. And Bob Chapek has been fired, as many of you know at this point. And I want to start – we're just going to have a little reflection on this because uh, those of us that were on the breaking news pod uh, have had some time to reflect. There's some extra news that has come out. Um, but I want to begin with the fact that um, Bob Chapek most likely found out – um, at or slightly before he was to introduce Elton John at his final American concert, which was going to be streamed live at Disney Plus. And in that same room, uh, I, I, the force, someone felt the force change just slightly uh, before the concert. And that was Dave. Dave, you were at the Elton John <laughs> concert. I was. I was uh, enjoying every moment, singing along with every word. But uh, so for some reason, right near the beginning, I was like, wait a minute. And then like my text started going off. People were like, <laughs> Have you... something felt weird. And then all of a sudden I started getting these texts. Are you, are you on Twitter right now? Have you seen the blah, blah, blah? And so, and I was there with a bunch of Disney nerd friends. So we all sort of chewed the fat about that right before the show started. So it was a really yeah, weird preamble, very strange preamble to the show, to the uh, show. Yeah, Did he end be. up introducing Elton John? No. No. Oh. No, I, I mean, oh. I think that was, I think that was a rumor. I mean, I don't know if he was gonna, but no, he, um, the Dodgers media guy ended up doing it. Um, yeah, that was last minute from what everyone says. Now, I don't know oh. if he even made it to the Dodger stadium. I don't know, but he was planning on it at least earlier that day. So yeah, what a, what a way to learn. What a way to learn. Um, that's something else. 
Uh, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, indeed. Uh, <laughs> to say the least. But the concert was pretty amazing. Um, I can only imagine oh, the electricity in the room. It was great. It was, uh, you know, it's just, it, it, I, I had bought these tickets so long ago. And to be honest, I didn't even know it was the last night. Oh, because we bought it when they added more tickets and they added another night. And I went, okay, great. We'll go to that one. I had no idea until about three months before. And I went, wait a minute, this is the last one of the North American tour. And then we found that they were streaming it. And, and, you know, you sort of forget the historical significance of it, but you get swept up in it in the middle of it. I was full on screaming, crying, throwing up. And it was, uh, it was great. The, um, the most in- incredible thing was as much of a big spectacle as that stage was, there's obviously quite a lot of stuff they added to the house or to oh, the sure. stadium um, for the broadcast. They added a bunch of extra lighting packages and upwash on all the supports and washes over and razzle dazzle over the crowd. And so it was obviously there to sort of make it really camera pretty. And so it really made it as overused word, but it made it, made it very immersive. Mm. It was really like you, I was in the middle of this spectacle. Like I've never been in before. It was pretty great. That's awesome. Um, as we just, you know, uh, alluded to the bitch is back. Uh, Bob Iger is, <laughs> uh, on site, uh, as we speak. Um, some news uh, that we learned since the firing, uh, one of them was that the CFO, uh, Christine McCarthy, and several other Disney executives uh, sort of, I guess, led the rebellion to oust Bob Chapek. They were pushing for this. Um, and what's interesting about that is some news broke. Uh, it was an exclusive from the Wall Street Journal that broke, oh gosh, I think a couple of minutes before we uh, recorded. I guess it was four o'clock this afternoon, but I just saw it. Um, but the under JPEG, uh, Disney had been looking at ways to restructure with advice from uh, a an organization that does this kind of stuff, a consulting firm called the McKinsey and uh, McKinsey and Corp, uh, Company, um, and they were trying to yeah. centralize control and basically cut people. I mean, that's what it comes down to: is the the hope and desire was to uh, cut people and, and change things like that. Um, but if you kind of read up on it, uh, all the advice sort of ended up being that, uh, basically the newest uh, arm that was created, uh, the Disney media and entertainment distribution like area, uh, which was, um, kind of led by Kareem Daniel, who was kind of JPEG's right-hand man, um, they were just going to get a lot more control. So all of marketing for every film was about to go through them so they could use analytics instead of like artistic gut instinct to figure out how to market stuff. Um, Mm. There was a lot of things like that happening. And what I think is really funny about a lot of this is the desire to bring on McKinsey to begin with comes from christine mccarthy um she was the one championing doing that because it would save them money so i think it's really funny that someone who definitely helped cause a lot of chaos inside internally for the company uh also decided to lead the rebellion um i guess i want to know more about this because it's kind of just like thrown away as in a line like yeah she started this whole thing and then like 10 paragraphs later. So then everyone decided that they lost faith in his leadership and led a rebellion. And it's like, but but, but, but wait, you did this. Yeah. I mean, it was the quarterly report. He's, 
I think if he was a very confident or had been a very confident person who could match the right tone and people liked him, I think he could have lasted uh, a little longer for sure. I think you can have a terrible quarter um, and sort of be like, we're trying things and like, you know, and people go, okay, we trust you, but they didn't trust him already. No one liked him. So um, it, it just didn't work for those purposes. Um, I'll kind of, let me wrap up the information portion and we can kind of get into our thoughts, but Iger had a town hall then, uh, on this information. Um, and, uh, there were, uh, some information let out, um, there's going to be no change to the hiring freeze that Chapek had suggested, which is kind of not surprising. I don't think Iger's been there long enough to make decisions like you know, he's got to read stuff. <laughs> you know, A lot of that was like, what are you going to do about this? And he's like, I don't know. I just got here. Um, so, you know, there's really no change yet in Imagineering moving to Florida because he's not really had an opportunity to look at it. The Apple rumors are pure speculation. He's not going to sell to Apple. Um, and he had had mentioned something like that years and years ago when Steve Jobs was still alive, but that's the, the world's a completely different place. Um, and then uh, the parks reservation system he's discussing with tomorrow, and they've already been doing kind of, there was already work being done on things like uh, aspects of the reservation system uh, and, and how to do that. So that's kind of been in the works anyway. Um, and then he was very clear that inclusion is important and, I thought it was really funny because a bunch of conservatives came out and they were like, yeah, you see, JPEG was too woke and they and they cut JPEG because he was too woke and they brought Iger back. And I'm like, you have any idea who you're talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. they lost a conservative leader and brought back a guy who almost ran for the Democratic Party as president. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, anybody uses anybody uses woke as a pejorative gets you know immediately. We're in I, a I don't even listen to him anymore. Yeah, truth. No such thing as one reality. Like they just get to say whatever people like to hear for the ten seconds that it's coming out of their mouth, and like that's all it takes. Is it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Right. They just say what makes them feel good. Yeah. Their perceptions. Yeah. I do like what what he his response to the cast member in the hall in the town hall meeting though, like they said, we asked him directly where he stood, uh, where his stance on was on LGBTQ plus inclusion, and and and, and from all uh, from all accounts, he did not hesitate at all and said one of the core values of our storytelling is inclusion, acceptance, and tolerance, and we can't lose that. We just can't. And yeah. so you know that's the right. That's the right response. When 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 you know Chapek was asked the same question, you know, uh, three four months ago, he was like, "Oh, we shouldn't be in politics." I'm like, look at the contrast between those responses. Like that was not a hard question to fuck up, and he did. Yeah. Uh, thoughts from anybody else? I think Dave is right in terms of the hesitation that um, Chapek had. That was like the biggest problem. He he constantly had like a very politically correct answer that didn't really have much to say he like said a whole lot of things but with nothing um but in terms of like having Iger back I just wish he would have delayed that town hall um for like a month mm. out until he maybe mm. had a bit more to like give us mm. maybe he had mm. more answers or like could like give a little bit more because him saying that he's never used the reservation system yeah like I get that <laughs> yeah like, but, you were but, the like, CEO of the company like you know, I don't know like, like I would want you to know what it feels like. Like, I would want you yeah. to, like, maybe go through the park having, like, been a quote-unquote guest and, like, yeah. seen what it's really yeah. like. But the fact that he, like... I, I mean, I appreciate the honesty. It just, like... 
that doesn't really give me a whole lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just wish that he would have waited maybe a little bit longer. But I understand having that initial I think kind of he town just hall to, to like get into like this is yeah. a crisis. This is scary and new, yeah. and I'm just here. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm with right. you. I got your back. Like, I don't really know a whole lot of what's going on because I'm out off the scene, but I want to communicate to you all that like I'm on it. Yeah, right. but was it important. just like this feels like it's not really much different than the email that he sent out. No, um, sure. So it's like it just maybe a little bit more answers would have been nice. Um, but yeah, I mean the hiring freeze. Um, I'm glad that they're not hi- um, that they are not firing people. That was like something that he really pushed for, saying that the people who have their jobs currently, they're going to keep them. They're just not going to be hiring any more people. So that that's really right. nice. Um, I am very interested in the Imagineering move. Um, I wonder what they're going to do with that whole what is it like Lake Nona situation. Um, it's so, not like they couldn't have more affordable housing if they want. Like, there's a lot of yeah. things they can do with that place if they wanted to. That's not that, but I mean, we keep talking about a need for a museum. Yes, <laughs> you I just don't made know one, why. baby. Like, I think yeah. they really need to do that. But um, I think overall, I, the the most interesting thing that I saw was from Abigail Disney that article that yeah. Dave sent out. Yeah, that was yeah. the most interesting thing I think that came up yeah. out of all of this. So. We'll see. I mean, that's, well, tell, literally... tell us a little bit about what she said, because I think that's important to the conversation, too. Yeah. Um, think... D- Dave, do you want to take that? Well, of... well, I'll just say the first thing she said is that, you know, don't forget when uh, Iger left mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. he had seen COVID go through China. He was in Shanghai when it happened in January. He knew instinctively where this was headed. Mm-hmm. And so he sort of bailed. I mean, and I, I'm I'm not saying that as a criticism of him. I'm just saying that's a fact that he didn't. He left in a messy way. He did not leave with any secession plan. Right. Pack was obviously a, a rushed choice. I mean, he cut because he looked. He cut everybody that could have been his successor for years. They've been on him to figure that out. Stags got yeah. cut. A bunch yeah. of people got cut. All these people, they were like, well, he's next. And then and then he would go like goodbye. So because yeah. he didn't want to face the music. And you're right. Like, I think it's he kind of saw in time right. of like, if I don't leave now, I am going to end on a low note. So take this sucker and go. Um, it's just very shady. Like, I, I think that that really just puts like, I mean, I get it. Like, at the end of the day, it's it's, <laughs> it's rough, you know. Like, it's it's Game of Thrones up there. Yeah. But like to to put Chapek as like this, I don't know, like sacrificial lamb for everybody to kind of just like get at for the next three years, and then be like, I'm coming back to save the day. Everybody be happy that I'm I here. Think you see that a lot in a lot of corporate environments that will have like wartime CEOs that come in and just like take the heat for a while and then bounce. Well, and, and um, there was some interesting um, reporting done by Kim Masters over the Hollywood reporter. Um, uh, She was on uh, today explained by Vox, their podcast. And she was talking about um, how it's pretty normal for former CEOs to come back and, and be the CEO again. Um, it's, it, it, the, the rates of success, um, are less so when you bring on a founder, if a founder comes back, um, but we don't got to worry about that. Walt's, Walt's head is the only <laughs> thing left in a, in a freezer somewhere. So give it a, give it like 20 more years. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, 
you know, because of that, it's Best Buy has done this. Starbucks has done it. Their founder, Starbucks's founder has been back like three times. Um, there's been a lot of these things. You, you, you would think it's like you not you think it was like a oh gosh like ooh, coming back like well it's actually pretty normal and maybe um, it's because it's too. so soon like it just feels really sudden like yeah it's it, it, i feel like if they would have given him another quarter maybe he would have got his bearings or something i don't know yeah but, but i don't give a shit about bob chapek i don't no, want no. him to be good at his job he <laughs> sucked know, he was a I bad like person i want something i want somebody new like i want someone mm. that will take the well, company in a different direction and it's i don't I, I don't know. Like, I, well, you I, that's I kind of that <laughs> yeah. in a bad way. But that's <laughs> like, but that's kind of that was kind of one of Abigail Disney's points. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, let's not forget that that Iger is a ruthless businessman as well. He was mm-hmm. um, a better in, in a lot of ways than Chapek in terms of public relations and the you know Cardigan Daddy aspect, mm-hmm. um, and did make some great strategic changes at the company, but also left a lot of. Um, issues and so she was like what did she say i hope he has one foot out the door already mm-hmm. and yeah. that's kind of your to, it's kind of to your point sorry that it's like i want to see somebody else do i don't dislike Iger, but anybody like anybody who's lionizing him as like this savior needs to put their head on correctly and say exactly this is a business. Well, wasn't there he reporting is- out there somewhere that he was only coming for like two years and was coming mm-hmm. in part to groom a successor mm-hmm. yes yes so but i wonder yeah. who that is um so I, I I mean I I just feel like it's weird that people idolize him so much. I've I've always found that to be very strange. I, I we can all have our fun on Twitter and be like, oh my god, I'm glad that he's like you know the jokes and the memes or whatever. But like, yeah. let's not idolize this man. Like he is still very rich, does not care and about answer, us. And answering just, to the shareholders, yeah, yes, and, and yeah, you know, you know, it's like you got to balance the things he did well, which was he creative relations, artist relations. He was great at, um, you know cardigan daddy sort of yeah. public facing warmth and 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 care for the for the for this for the core what he calls the core product which is storytelling like all that's true it's that's not there's not there's not a lot of cynicism that comes out of him whereas with chapek you felt like it felt like his his um attitude about storytelling and the the roots of the company were all very cynical and very m- mired in in much more cut and dry way you know yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I I mean, we'll see where he ends up uh, doing. I think some uh, Matt Bellany over uh, at um, his podcast and, and um, over. Oh, gosh, I'm just totally blanking on his podcast all of a sudden, which is an absolute shame. It's a great podcast, uh, which is called The Town. Um, he um, was discussing how he thinks Iger will be here for three opposed to two. I can see that happening. Mm. I think it's going to take six months just to get his feet on the ground, but he's moving really fast. He's already disbanded um, the organization that uh, Daniels was running. Um, Daniels is out. Uh, I mean, he's, he's basically going back to creatives and saying, okay, you're in control again, Uh, which makes a lot of sense uh, because we're going to be talking about some stuff uh, in a little bit here that, uh, well, uh, doesn't, you know, really showcase great marketing and, uh, uh, I don't know, energy for the company. So we'll talk about those films and some other stuff coming up. So moving from uh, drama uh, at the corporate level, normally we start with theme parks, but I wanted to get the drama out of the way. So we're going to go back to the theme parks and talk a little bit about, uh, well, a I guess an assistant that's helping people in their rooms 
kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Sara, do you want to tell me? Hey, Sara, do you want to tell me about <laughs> Hey Disney? <laughs> yeah. So now, um, so the Amazon voice assistant um, is going to be coming to a Disney hotel near you or not near you. Um, the first hotel will be the Polynesian <laughs> village. Not near me. Um, the, the near Poly- me. Near so you. You were right. Near you. Yeah. Which near is me you. and Janine. So. Yeah. Unless I, I don't know if you guys are going to go to the Polynesian and yell, Hey Disney. But, I'm going to go um, to every door and scream, hey, Disney, <laughs> just to I, see what happens. You know what? I wonder if you have a really loud, like, neighbor. Can mm. If they yell theirs, will it activate yours as well? I well, wonder. Sure. Yeah. I have Google Assistant, but I have it in too many areas of my house. And so every time I do it, like, four of them bleep at me. And they're <laughs> like, which one did you want to talk to? And I was like, I don't care. Just turn on my light. Um, yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows? How um, I have a friend... I have a friend, whenever he walks in my house, he always adds something to my Amazon shopping list. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So so I want to do that. I want to walk down the hallway and go, hey, Disney, order Dom Perignon for every room on my bill. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) On their bill, not on your bill. Um, (laughs) But uh, um, yeah, so like you can say, hey, Disney, in your hotel room and your little Amazon device will answer your questions. I'm sure it'll answer questions about like the weather or like. I don't know. Maybe does it answer questions about like theme park wait it times? Does. So their cool. example yeah. shows like, hey Disney, when are the fireworks? And it'll tell you when the fireworks are. Yeah. yeah. So um, there you go. If you wanted them to be listening into your room, you have yeah. it. And <laughs> now it is off when you enter. So um, that's cool. You uh, have to enable it. it. You have to enable it. But uh, I know many people who are going to just unplug it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think this thing is a piece of donkey dick. I hate it so much. Um, uh, it's the st- it is. It who looks is outdated. This for it, it, it is. It, I, don't... I think it's for some Amazon salesman who's like the cousin yes. of some purchasing 100%. agent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. I mean, it's it's. Everybody knows what an Alexa does. This is just reskinned to fit yeah. the hotel room and the and the experience there. But it just seems like I can do this on my phone. Well, Why it do answers I need... to Alexa as well. So yeah, it's not even like pretending. And can I <laughs> you know? can I just say the thing that I hate the most? And I don't know why this bugs me, but in the pictures that they show, there's one that has mouse ears on it, but blue pants like Donald. Yeah, oh, the fiftieth. It's supposed to be the fiftieth suit. No, come on. That's yeah. Mm, I don't like it. You know the fiftieth that we all remember and loved so very much. Mm. The great celebration that we all had. Isn't it over? Mm. I mean, it is now. Chapek got kicked out. So why is why are they just? That was the grand finale. It was great. Literally, honestly, (laughs) we had the fiftieth, and Christ returned at the end. Like, what more could you ask? (laughs) Oh God. Uh, I I mean I I I don't even use the ones I have here. Like yeah. I, I literally just ask her. I'm not even gonna say her name. Like I really just ask her for the time. <laughs> like I don't. What yeah, am I gonna I do with this? I use it. I use her to set um, cooking timers. Yeah, we have it connected. We have it connected to the hue, so we can turn on enough lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But even then, she's too. like, she's so dumb. Like she doesn't even. <laughs> like half the time, you gotta like tell her three times to do something, or just mm-hmm. like shut the fuck up. Literally, like she'll just keep going and going and going, and it's like she misheard you. I don't use one. Des has one in his room. He'll play games on it, which is a thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know you could play games on it. That's all yeah. it's good for, as far as I can tell. I I can't stand them. I think they're dumb. I just think it's a waste of money. I would have rather them like do something else. 
put something yeah. else that's cool in the room. I don't know. Oh, I don't think this costs Disney a dime. I this yeah. is totally a an Amazon thing. Mm. Like, this but, is yeah. But the I, I don't like those two companies working together. Like it doesn't make me feel it's too good. much. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it just it's I just feel like this is a way to collect more information, and I just 100%. don't like that. Like it just it's weird. Um, oh but yeah, don't worry. These are gonna break, and kids are gonna knock them over. Oh yeah. And, and parents are going to call, not parents, like grandparents are going to call down and be like, I don't know how to use, how do I buy a ticket on this thing? And then like, it's going to be gone. And, <laughs> it's like, going to be a mess. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just, worth it. Just keep the, the, the in-room uh, resort channel. That's all I want. The yes! stupid resort channel. Yeah. Like I watch those videos on YouTube more than I watch other theme park content, like the old <laughs> ones. I love the old eighties and nineties ones that used to play in the room. So those make me yeah. so deliriously happy. When I, I was making my, back. yeah, when I was making my music playlist, I added the, the newest music loop into that. Cause I was like, that's quit. I mean, it's quintessential Disney for a lot of people is like, that is the soundtrack of your hotel room for the entire stay. Yes. Um, yes. And and it's really important. And I don't think that's going to I don't think this is going to take away from that. It's so stupid. You can get towels, uh, which is a new thing. Did you know you can ask a, a, a device and it will give you towels? Um, it's almost like a telephone to the front desk. But <laughs> um, well, people uh, don't want to talk to people anymore. So it's like maybe why not just ask her to give you. It's not that people don't want to talk to people. It's that they don't want to have to staff someone. But still, someone's got to go get the towels. It's not like yeah. that changes. I don't mind. And look, I don't mind if you want a device that you click, I need more towels. Like, but you just you have to tell it. Like, if there was a little button that said, I need more towels, and you click it and says, Are you sure? And you go, Yeah. And then it like, deals I would rather that. Amazon Dash has you covered. <laughs> Remember the buttons? Yeah. Um, the oh, the weird gosh. thing is, like, I, I've been to Citizen M hotels, which I, I am obsessed with Citizen M now. They are these little micro rooms. Um, the shower is in the room with the bedroom, and but everything is controlled by an iPad. The TV, the lights, the the LEDs. You I've can never the color. heard of that. Oh, I'm obsessed because they're fairly cheap and they're in all the big cities. Um, and the thing is, is you can do anything in the room. You know, oh like God, one the in whole LA. room is controlled. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the thing is. These don't even do that. You can't control lights with this thing. You can't turn channels or do volume differences or anything. You know, there's no there's no real smart home concept to this. It's literally just to gain information and get towels. Like I don't know the point for this. The fact wait, that you wait, get... so it actually doesn't tie to like the room lights. No, or... yeah, that's so stupid. Not at all. It's pointless. That's so dumb. That's pointless. That would have cost too much money. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. So enjoy this. You can uh, ha enjoy this in your room and then take your talking Mickey out and and uh, if you remember that and, and have it tell you things. Remember when they had the talking Mickey doll that you could take places and it would uh, – No. That's creepy. Did you, is, was that a fever dream, Nathan? No, I... no. It was a doll and you could – it didn't like move its mouth or anything, but it, oh. it would tell you little stories if you like – I, I still have my like proximity sensors. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It was a, my pal Mickey was this whole infrastructure of infrared throughout the parks. Mm -hmm. And they had it for a while where you could rent it if you didn't want to pay the 40, 50 bucks or whatever it was. And I bought one because I'm a nerd and it, <laughs> um, it would, it would vibrate and go, ha ha. 
And that was like your alert. And then you would squeeze his hand or squeeze his belly. And he would tell you little trivia things about the, um, uh, about the park and they would play little games and, mm-hmm. um, or tell you, uh, he would give suggestions like, Hey, the such and such parade is starting in 10 minutes or whatever. It was actually kind of interesting in a, in a pre mobile phone era. It yeah. Was kind of I was interesting. looking, this is like early 2000s. Yeah. 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 Like 2003, and, and 2004. One of, my, one of my favorite things about it was when you took him on the haunted mansion, when you got to like the 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 where the ghosts appear in the ballroom scene, he would uh, buzz and go, oh, oh, pal, I'm a little scared. Can you hold me a little tighter? Basically, like he, Mickey would Aww. get scared. Mickey would get scared and want, want to hold hands with you. And um, and he did that on a couple of attractions that were like he would comment on it. And what I remember most is when I came back from my vacation, I went and squeezed him because you could play like games with him at home. And he was like, remember that time we rode the Haunted Mansion, pal? Like, oh, my it God. Would rem- it would remember. Yeah, it was a little creepy because then it was like, is this going <laughs> to be talky Tina and like come to life and murder me or. But but I, to be honest, it like it was like a kid's pager. That's yeah. what we wanted or- the Magic Band Plus to be. If it was like mm-hmm. that, that would have been cool. You know yeah. what's funny is I have a lot in common with that Mickey because when things vibrate, I also go aha. Uh-huh. So that's funny. <laughs> oh my god! Gross. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, moving on. Uh, How do you move have, on from that? Uh, okay, we're going less aha uh-huh, and going more aha uh-huh, with current <laughs> stuff going on uh, between uh, Disney, of course, and their. Uh, what their largest union, I believe, um, mm-hmm. forty thousand members, uh, of that are cast members are, are part of a union that I've not heard any breaking news yet. Today is the uh, last day um, that the uh, STCU is in negotiations with Disney about uh, pricing and things like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, sorry. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the STCU is up to and what they're, they're hoping? Yeah. So, um, the STCU and Disney have been kind of going back and forth since August, um, over higher wages and just like other benefits in general, um, negotiations have like failed multiple times. Um, but the STC basically has like made it super clear that they want $18 an hour right now. Um, with a track to twenty thousand, not whoa, not twenty thousand, twenty dollars an hour. Um, and Disney's saying that they are willing to do twenty dollars an hour, but at a slower timeline over five years, a dollar per year. Um, and this is this isn't new. We've seen Disney kind of go at it with um unions all year over this twenty dollar an hour um raise. They had the issue here in California. And they settled, I believe, at about like $18 an hour with a track to 20 in about five years as well. Um, So this is kind of like an ongoing issue. And Disney basically released a statement, which is kind of rare. I've never really seen Disney release a statement in terms of a union. And they said, um, we have prepared a strong and meaningful offer that far outpaces Florida's minimum wage by at least $5 an hour. (laughs) Congrats. You're better than Florida. Good job with that. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I was like, how much is Florida's minimum wage? I don't really know. Um, But they're saying that they want to increase wages by $5 immediately to bus drivers, housekeepers and culinary, um, which would be great. um, But they want to offer a path for other full-time and non-tipped STCU roles. Um, so that's kind of where they're at. We're hoping to see 
that cast members can get $20 an hour. I absolutely think that they deserve more than $20 an hour with all the shit that they deal with. Um, but this is very interesting because Disney's kind of been having a really awful quarter. And the hiring yeah. freezes are not helping either. But I think if you're going to have a hiring freeze, you need to keep your current staff. And the only way to keep them is to raise wages. Um, so I hope that the union is persistent and they seem to be, um, especially with the current inflation and the um, recession kind of coming in really strong for the next year. They definitely need it. So Yeah. And we'll see how the switch between Chapek and Iger could affect this as well. Um, mm -hmm. This that's an interesting little wrinkle, um, and it could be interesting for those who don't know. The STCU stands for the Service Trades Council Union, so um, and they they pretty much represent everyone. Uh, sorry, you asked about Florida minimum wage. I looked it up. It is uh, three dollars, one baby gator, and some boiled <laughs> peanuts. That's that seems about right. Minimum wage. Yeah. yeah. So, um, my house is just chock full of gators and no, but like, what is it really like? Right now, it's eleven dollars oh. an hour. Eleven. Yeah. Next oop, year, it'll, for sure. next year they have there's a a a dollar increase over the next number of years. So I think I think we'll get to fifteen dollars an hour in like twenty twenty five or something like that. Yeah. yeah. 2026. Yeah, by, by 2025, we'll everyone will be making three DeSantis bucks here in Florida, <laughs> um, uh, as the the wall between Florida and the rest 2025. Of I mean, he'll be either having run for president and emperor of New yeah. China. Um, so <laughs> let's see here. Um, <laughs> That's uh yeah. So uh God bless you STCU. Uh we uh, of course have uh worker solidarity uh with you and uh we hope the back the best for you and eat the rich. Uh Dave, let's talk a little yeah. bit about film and TV. Let's start with of course actually the film and TV we've not watched. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit yeah, uh, the, the the big one that that everyone is calling a swing and a miss, but I'm not sure if that's exactly true, is Strange World. None of us saw it, and those, the talk online is like, you know, it didn't do great in theaters, but is this exactly what million, happened? We're looking at 100 million plus loss currently. It, but but isn't this exactly what happened in Encanto? Like, Encanto yeah. opened kind of weak in theaters too and then blew up on Disney+. Plus. But Encanto has COVID to blame, and uh, really... Uh, you don't have that here. Um, so... Especially with like the way that Black Panther 2 opened up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. It's just people, I feel like the marketing was just bad. Like it, was it wasn't rough. marketed well at all. Like I remember just seeing that one trailer and then maybe a billboard here and there, but that's, that's it. Like no one really talked yeah. about it. I remember the first teaser trailer really, really capturing my attention because mm -hmm. it seemed like old 50s B movies. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I just, none of the characters or the storyline were clear enough in the trailers to grab me. I mean, I'm going to yeah. see it. Yeah. It yeah. just, it, it didn't rise to the top of my list. Yeah. It ended up feeling more conventionally Disney. Like the, the yeah. teaser was very much a, a unique thing. And then it got kind of like, and then here's a guy and here's a son and they have a dad and this dad is the grandpa and the grandpa is like a strange. And I was like, oh yeah, I haven't definitely not seen that in a Disney movie. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, isn't, so, the, yeah. Uh, isn't the main character canonically uh, non-binary too? That's another thing I think. I, uh, I don't think it's the main character. No, it's... the, the son is gay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and and there's I think they do more than just kind of hint. I think he flirts with the boy, and there's some stuff like that. It's but, clear. Well, yeah. There's the problem. It's too woke. That's why I didn't. Make- <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I'm reading Google reviews right now because I googled Strange World, and it popped up with reviews, and there's like only one star reviews. <laughs> And I'm reading the one star, like there's like maybe a good 15% that are five star and then like three scattered between two, three and four stars and then all one star reviews. And I went to go read the one star reviews and they're like, propaganda, too woke, LGBT, indoctrination. They never even saw it. Oh, it's Google reviews. Like those are what they never even saw it. Yeah, they didn't see it. That's a Russian bot. But someone said something on Twitter that I thought was kind of funny. And they said, um, how many times is Disney going to say, this is our first uh, gay character? Yeah. It's like, 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 how many times are y'all going to say that? And it's like, can we get an actual one that we don't have to guess about? Like one that is not. In in my head, in my head canon, that's Oaken from the first Frozen. So Mm, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that confirmed? (laughs) I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. I, wasn't it confirmed in the second movie that he has like a husband? Sort of, yeah. Like they again, kind of, kind of. Like yeah. yeah. See, like we don't want to guess. We want to like queer just, baiting. just there. Yeah. yeah. Like we're tired of the queer baiting. Um, but I mean, Victoria. I don't want to speak for Victoria because she's not here. But she saw it, and I saw that she tweeted and said that it was great. Um, so. Yeah, I've heard that it's weird because it it should have went to Disney Plus. Is what a lot of people said. They said it's fine, Aww. but it's just not. You know, it just—it looks beautiful. It looks like a beautiful movie. I think yeah. so too. The design looks great. Yeah. I mean, this is a weird time, and this is another reason that Chapek's leaving because Chapek was trying to strip the studios and the studio heads of deciding how to market these kind of things. And mm. you have Strange World that comes out, and everyone's lukewarm about it. And you put Disenchanted on Disney Plus on a Wednesday or yeah. whatever, when that movie could have easily made twelve plus million dollars just. You know, just kind of sliding around doing its thing over Thanksgiving. That movie was a perfect Thanksgiving movie. It really um, was. And it would have counteracted. You don't have a Black Panther, which as much as we want to, you know, not act like it's a boys movie because it's not. <laughs> but at the same time, like boys are going to go see a Marvel movie, right? Boys aren't interested in going to see Strange World because they got to go see Black Panther, you know? And and there's not a lot in Strange World that sort of leans on the traditional kind of girl tropes. Again, I think those are all BS tropes anyways, but they're marketed for reasons. Okay, so um, yeah. I have a 10-year-old, not 10, he's, no, you have two weeks, a <laughs> nine-year-old. Um, so like, prime target audience for this i'm sure he's seen the advertisements he's not going to see black panther he could not give he's not a marvel kid but he he has no interest in seeing this i don't i don't know what it is it's just not speaking Mm. not speaking well but if if you're the parents and you've got to decide on one and you have both you're going to decide on going to see black panther probably yeah i'm not i don't take my kid to see marvel movies that's pg-13 well you're the unique one (laughs) You know, like, like that's weird to me that people take small children to go see Marvel movies. I don't think a lot of people know. take their kids. It's I oh, mean, I know. Yeah, yeah I, I just, like the I'm, theaters are filled. No, yeah. I, I'm a I abide by ratings. Um, 
Um, well, I think this is I, I worry about movies like this when they bomb because it's like I, I do even though this the story isn't necessarily that unique, the look of the movie is unique. And yeah. it's mm-hmm. like I, I hope that this kind of goes into the, the conversation of like superhero movies that was being had over Twitter. Um over the past couple of weeks with Quentin Tarantino and Scorsese and like what, and I think what was, who was he? What's his name? I can't believe. Oh, Shang Chi. What was his name? Simi Liu. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Liu, like, right. Yeah. What he was saying about Marvel, about Marvel movies. And I, and I think it, it kind of sucks because it's like, I definitely see both sides in that argument. And I think that this is a really good example of how movies that are kind of a little bit, that are not necessarily Marvel movies that are not big blockbuster movies that are good. They're just not being marketed in the way that they should be so that they could be hitting the right audience so that Mm. they can make those superhero Marvel money. Yeah. Um, But it is a Disney tradition mm -hmm. that goes back decades now to have sci-fi flops. Disney talk yeah. to Black Hole, talk to Treasure Planet, talk to John Carter. The, talk Disney, to Tron. Talk to Tron. Love. And they're all good. They they love to make sci-fi box office bombs. That's like the one thing Disney has never been able to crack. They they so couldn't crack it. They had to spend millions of dollars to buy Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So, yeah. there you go. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I just hope um, we get some more Disney originals. Um, I agree, and sure. maybe something that's not from the the studios that they ended up buying, just like it's just something a little bit unique, just something cute. That's all we. That's all we're asking for. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. flop. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about something that was I would probably categorize as cute, uh, and that was the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy holiday uh, special. Um, I saw it. Who else saw it here on this Me. panel? Me. I Me. saw a thing. Wow. This yeah. is a this is a special day. Yeah. Um, Janine's well, gone think? on Twitter, like retweeted every single positive review for like a week, and so I was like, "It's good. I have to see it." And <laughs> I was he 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 got me. Um, I liked it. I thought "cute" is the right word for it. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Um, it was shorter than I thought it would be. Oh, interesting. I thought it was slightly longer than I thought it would be. So that's funny. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I thought it was going to be longer. It's probably just. A Is it related at all to the to the holiday reskin or to the ride? No, not at all. Not no. at all. They didn't even put in that effort. It doesn't even have. The, there's a there's an original song in the special. They didn't even use that for the ride. Are you kidding me? I thought for sure nope. that was going to be the. Nope. 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 Hmm. Nope. That would make too much sense. What um, the fuck? Yeah. So. What a missed yeah. opportunity. That's so Literally. weird and discordant. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, that is mwah, Disney right now. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, but I I thought it was very sweet. Uh, Dave Bautista is great. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that he got to play such a prominent, prominent role in it. Yeah, it's him and Manus. The whole movie. Yeah. Yep, it's, it's really it's just them. Dave and it, Manus go to Earth and kidnap <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Okay. And it's worth that. I mean, it, yeah. it is... It very much feels like we can get Batista and Mantis. Um, they're not. We're going to be shooting second unit special effects with Chris Pratt, uh, and on those days we will go do stuff with uh, with Mantis and and Batista. Uh, Palm, I can't remember her last name. I just remember her first name Palm. So we're going to go with Palm and Dave. We're going to go film it in Beverly Hills, wherever they filmed it in this like house, um, and for cheap, and yep. uh, we will 
animate a little bit of Rocket. I will animate a little bit of Groot and yeah. Chris Pratt's in it more than you would think at the end. At the beginning, you're very much like, oh, he's he's out. Like he's going to show yeah. up for two minutes at the beginning and two minutes at the end, and he has a little more at the end, but. It I don't definitely... know how long it takes to to shoot something like that, but from having watched it and having no experience, I feel like Dave Pratt was on set for no more than three hours. Chris Pratt, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I say Dave Pratt? You said Dave Pratt. <laughs> Dave Pratt. I, that's so funny because I love Chris Pratt because it makes me think of Crisp Rat. Chris Pratt. And... Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris Pratt, Dave Batista. So you probably mixed Dave Batista. And I'm looking and Chris at Dave. Pratt. And so I've okay. just got a lot of so Dave going Batista. on. <laughs> it is probably Dave Bautista too. He uh, he lives in Tampa, so I have like a kindred. Bautista does really? Yeah, he goes to Taco Dirty apparently, like the taco place. Oh, what? Corner. Lose yeah, my that's mind what, to that's me. That's what then. I've heard. He's so like, cool. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he lives in Tampa. I wouldn't mess with him. That makes him my neighbor, and so therefore oh, I have an affinity. I, I, I would. Him. He could he could crush my <laughs> neck with his thighs if he wants. Um, well, I'm sorry. Was that out loud? Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sure you looks... loved Glass Onion, by the way, Dave. That's uh, uh, yeah. I don't want to hear anything. I haven't nice... seen it. No, no, no. I'm just saying, okay. if you like a Batista role, he's very he's wearing very little in Glass Onion. I saw it. Yep. So yep, everyone's thirst trap through the whole thing. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. movie is so freaking great. People, you, yeah, do not miss it. out on Glass Onion. Well, it's gone I'm... now. Uh, well, huh? Yeah, you gotta Netflix. wait till the Christmas Eve. Eve. <laughs> it's gone on Netflix. They put it in movie theaters for one week. Uh, because Ryan Johnson was like, you got to do this. And they were like, okay, we'll do it as a stunt. And then they made like millions of dollars and they're like, nah, we won't do this anymore. And I'm like, Netflix, you're not going to be around. You're going to get bought by Sony in like three yeah. years when you keep yeah. up this shit. So I, I read yeah. that they were like, we did it to create buzz and drive subscriptions. Yeah. What? Weird. It's Very a weird, weird yeah. choice. You could have just made more money yeah. if you kept it in the theater. So that's about all we have to say about the holiday special. That's the thing is it's it's a holiday special in the in in that totally disposable way that good holiday specials are. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I, I you know you you go back to them once a year sometimes, and they don't take up a lot of space, and you know, fine, whatever. Yeah, um, the songs I, are pretty good. Yeah, it's cute. Like the, yeah, the original song. I guess there's one right, one original there's one, song. There's one original song, and they. I guess this, the script was written in like a week. And you're like, uh-huh, I can see <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that makes in sense. A week? Yeah, yeah. That actually is um, surprisingly long. Yeah, like, it's literally two sets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, li- it's like two literally sets. Wow. two sets. Okay. One two sets street in, in LA. Yep. A house. And then the like weird. How long is the special? Guardian 45 minutes. Oh. So it's tight 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. But what's strange is they didn't end the special with the guardians of the galaxy part three trailer, which came out today. Um, yeah. it seems strange. They didn't do that, but if you know anything about trailer creation, who knows? They were, they literally worked on these things for the last minute. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so, uh, we've all trailers fun. Yeah. So we talked, let's talk a little bit about the guardians of galaxy part three trailer. Um, it's nice and traumatizing. Basically. It is actually really sad. And like, there's, there's footage of baby rocket looking all so doe eyed and, 
I'll, I'll tell you the thing that made me most excited is, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy means a bunch of cool music choices. Mm-hmm. And they've advanced into the 90s on this one. The soundtrack for the trailer is Space Hogs in the Meantime, which is a 1996 uh, uh, number one song on the rock charts uh, for those Gen Xers in the crowd. Um, it's It's a great song and it's actually kind of sad and so it, it it's a very interesting tone for a guardians trailer it's very different than the other ones yeah yeah it really is uh just it slightly different. very dark and sad like this it does i did not get the vibe that it's going to be a happy feel good story at all yeah I mean, but Gamora the same, was there but at the same time that seems to be the trend in a lot of these marvel trailers like black i mean legitimately i get why black panther wakanda forever had a bummer trailer but um like ant-man is like a bummer trailer like they're all bummer trailers for some reason so the tone's definitely shifting like it's not comedic really well, anymore i mean i just think about like life in general and the number <laughs> of passerbys that i meet in my work life who are openly suicidal mm-hmm. it's just like there's just not the market for like pizzazz it's everyone just wants to die all the time and so <laughs> our media that we consume should reflect that I think <laughs> there's actually a really interesting article that I got to send you about that. Cause that's like a, like it's a real phenomenon. Like I, it's really? very weird. Yeah. Yes. You have to send me that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna send it yeah. To you. And on that cheery note, um, <laughs> we, we're going to move on to, uh, a, I, I suppose a lucky rabbit is the best way to put it. He's very lucky. Uh, Oswald has finally debuted his newest cartoon after 95 years. So Oswald, the lucky rabbit, of course, is sort of the, how do we put it? the, kind of OG Walt Disney character that was owned by other companies and he couldn't get it back. And that's why he created Mickey. Um, but Oswald got um, brought back into the company. Uh, we actually literally traded Al Michaels uh, for Oswald, the lucky rabbit. If you don't know that story, uh, yeah. sportscaster yep. Al Michaels was, given, a, was given away uh, from ABC sports. Uh, so we could own the rights back for Oswald, the lucky rabbit. Um, Imagine being traded for a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool, actually. That's that's, why—that's that would make me feel a certain kind of way. (laughs) That's why the—that's right when the Epic Mickey games came out, or right before Mm -hmm. it, right? Like that's why. But yeah, it was created for Universal. Oddly enough, he uh, Mm. Walt originally created the the character for Universal Studios. But you know what's weird? I to me, Oswald is DCA's mascot. To me, yeah, I think that's I think that's what a lot of people have. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love Oswald. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. It's a cute little. It's very short. I'm I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm kind of mad on them making his first cartoon after 95 years be kind of like a cartoon that would have been out 95 years ago. Yeah, um, I, I feel I, the same I, way. I, I love the I love that practical sort of um, thing that those old kind of ones would do, where it's like he takes off his ears and uses them as scissors, and like I love yeah. that sort of <laughs> yeah. about Willy vibe. Um, but you could do that and pump it up and make it a little more modern. Um, really? I mean, I mean, did you ever see get a? You saw Get a Horse? Yeah, I loved Get right? a Horse. The, right, and that, I saw Get me, a Horse that, at Epcot because they play that at in the in the Magic Eye Theater, and it's incredible. Yeah, and it's great that. in three D. It's amazing yeah. in three D. But like, you're right. That's what I wanted out of a new uh, Oswald short. I wanted that line between new and old in a way, and and it's. You know, they're very slavish to making it look like it's from the 20s. It's fine. It's a minute long. It's cute. Good. Uh, you know, I'm glad they did it. But I'm with you. I kind of wanted something a little more. The new Mickey shorts, they they mm-hmm. thread that needle. 
Yes. Very well. And I would like to see Oswald be given life in that same vein, I think. It would be cool to see him in that. But I I actually loved the fact that they stuck with the 20s theme. I thought Mm -hmm. it was very cool. Like, you don't really, obviously, we don't see cartoons like that anymore. So I thought it was nice that his first one back is like kind of nostalgic to that time. I love right. that it was actually hand animated. Yeah. I like, think yeah. that's really cool. And keeping that art alive, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it would be no, really cool. That. You know, it would be really cool. Like, they sort of cast him, at least in the epic Mickey games. He's kind of, he's not Mickey's, you know, um, foe, but they're like, you know, two sides of the same coin. What yeah. if they did, what if they did a Halloween overlay for Runaway Railway? And, it, and it's Ooh. like Oswald taking it over. Yeah, that's That'd be cool. Oh, that's be cute. Fun. Well, and we don't <laughs> we don't see this type of vibe anymore. Uh, there's a we're going to go a little bit into history here with this a little bit, but that sort of vaudevillian cartoon vibe mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. died out mostly because it's minstrel is what it yeah. is. Um, mm-hmm. Mickey, of course, wears gloves. That's a yeah. minstrel thing. Um, Cuphead, which I love, is a video game. It's beautiful. It's it's in this same uh, look and it got a little flack because people were like, you can't do a thing where you have a, a man that's got a head that's dice that, that talks like cab Calloway and you know, um, but it rules yeah. and it's a very specific style. Uh, but it, it, you know, it, it's weird to see that they kind of went back in that because there's a, a little bit of in the animation community friction, on how to deal with that style in general right now. I think it helps he doesn't have gloves and stuff, but yeah, um, Yeah, I think that because that's, I don't get that feel because of the, the gloves. Um, But if he did, I think it would have definitely felt that way. Um, So I I think it's a, it's an interesting direction and I can totally see like the, the discourse there, but I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, Let's talk about the only thing I care about this episode, Um, (laughs) which is, uh, uh, Dave, would would you tell us oh, what this is, please? A magical, magical trailer dropped, and my inner eleven-year-old wept. And it is the new Indiana Jones Indy Five trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, and oh my God, I I told Nathan earlier before we got on the, the show, I was like, I watched that trailer today so many times. It was like the Zabruder film. Like I was watching it frame <laughs> by frame. It oh god, it made me so happy. I, I yeah. cried. It made me cry. I got a text. Well, we 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 have a text group, and Janine threw out the link, and I had just got out of faculty meeting, uh, and I was walking to my car, and I immediately was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh oh god, and and like I couldn't watch it on my phone. Christ, I can't do that. I can't. That can't be the first <laughs> time I see it. So I like ran to the nearest computer I could find. I couldn't get it to work. So I ran to another building and I found a computer lab where no one was in it. And I closed every single like blind. Oh my God. You truly put all of your respect into this trailer. That's a lot of effort. I'm never going to get this again. So I had to really go for it. Um, Yeah. And I watched it and I was thrilled and we're going to spoil the trailer. um, So whatever people watch it. Um, But the moment Sala shows up and I, you hear his voice, but then you don't really yeah. see him. And I then you see him. him and I was like, geez, Louis. like I got kind of emotional because we, we didn't see him in crystal skull. And Sala for me has always been the heart. Um, and I, God, it just Phoebe Waller bridge is Indy's sidekick, his goddaughter who my, 
as I was telling Dave earlier, my guess is she is um, Brody's daughter. Um, but we'll find out. And uh, man, I can't ask for more. You have Maz Middleton a, yeah. uh, playing a Nazi. You have de-aged Harrison Ford for the opener. He looks um, so good. He looks, it looks really good. Incredible. So good. Um, yeah. Toby Jones showing up. You got, I mean, this cast is just, Antonio Banderas is just like, I'm here. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? This is incredible. <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Indiana Jones, like gallivanting around New York City in the subway on a horse. Yeah. That, yeah. The, the mean, minute, the minute uh, the theme kicks in, in, in that sort of slow, elegiac sort of delivery, I, you know, it's overused to say I got chills, but I literally got tingles from my toes up to the top of my head when yeah. it happened and he grabs the hat. Like I was yeah. just, I, I, it, you know, I, I, it looked really, really good. It looked, um, like the movie we all want out of a new Indiana Jones film. Um, you know, we, we yeah. talk a lot of shit about crystal skull, which it mostly deserves, but uh, uh, I'm just, even then I was just glad to have Indy back on the screen, but this really looks like how do we take everything that we loved about the original movies yeah. and acknowledge Harrison Ford's age and Indy's age and where he would be in history at at that age Right. And 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 it and it, it looks like it, the story is wrapped up in that as well, which mm-hmm. I think will if it's done right, we'll have a real, you know, emotional wallop to say goodbye to that character. Yeah. You yeah. can definitely tell why he got emotional during the 23. I've been sitting here thinking about yeah. that D23 and wanting to recover his Indiana Jones integrity. Yeah. Oh. I think you know has to be has to be really moving for him. And then Phoebe looks amazing. She so looks great. good. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Did she, mm-hmm. did she write? Um, no. I don't think so. I don't. Okay. I mean, I think in, in that way that when you're a writer on set, you make suggestions sometimes. Um, oh, okay. But I, from everything that I have seen, she did work on, what did she just do work on for them? It was, um, oh gosh. What did she just do some writing on? Um, I'm looking it up now because I can't. Uh, no Time to Die. She she was a writer yeah. on No Time to Die, um, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Um, but I don't think she has any credit for I'm, Indiana Jones. I'm excited for something. her to be in this movie because I feel like a lot of times when we when women get added into like kind of like these action blockbuster movies they're they're kind of written in a in a very frustrating way and just knowing how she writes like women and how complicated they are like i'm just really excited to see how her character will be in this film so yeah yeah she looks amazing and she looks amazing she she, i'm sure she'll be amazing um the script was written by uh let's see it's one of these it's like four people for characters um well, James Mangold is directing, not Spielberg, but I trust him uh, greatly. Uh, James Mangold uh, directed Logan um, and Walk the Line and Ford v. Ferrari. Like, he has a pedigree. He's very good. Um, so I, I, I trust him. He did great showman, but we don't have to talk about that. He just, he executive produced. That was a good movie. Sure. Let's say, let's <laughs> say that. Um, uh, Anything with but- Zendaya is 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. Uh, the writer did Get On Up and Edge of Tomorrow and Black Mass and Spectre and Ford v. Ferrari. Like, that's pretty good. I, I love, love Edge of Tomorrow. Um, I don't think I've even heard of most of those movies. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is one of Tom Cruise's best films of all time. It's incredible. Ford v. Ferrari. It's, a, it's an, so underrated, that movie. It's one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. No, for real. It is... It, well, it got screwed by its stupid title, right? Edge it's of Tomorrow. It's a horrible title. So, it's a horrible title. It sounds really bland. And then they they gave it they gave it a new title or a subtitle, right? Nathan, they, it was uh, Live Die Repeat. Live Die Repeat, which which is was the original cool. title. And then, they, like, yeah. if you look at the DVD art, it's like the entire DVD art says Live Die Repeat, and it says Edge of Tomorrow really small underneath. <laughs> like they're trying to hide it's, what the original title was. It's but, it, it is. I saw that three times in the theater. It is so good. So good. Yeah. It is so good, and everybody sleeps on it, thinking, "Ah, it's Tom Cruise, it's just another sci-fi movie." But it is so great and so smart. Yeah, and really? if you're not already bisexual, uh, seeing Emily Blunt in that movie will do it for you, for sure. <laughs> yes, agreed. She's agreed. Louise. Um, anyway, um, so that's our segment called uh, "Talking About Edge of Tomorrow." But no, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Dial of Destiny. Um, I'm already, as I was telling Dave earlier, I'm, I'm cracking out Indiana Jones: The Fate of Atlantis on my computer, and I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm in it. I'm so ready for the merch to drop. I, I remember when last Crus- or, um, Crystal Skull merch dropped, and and I was just like, gimme, gimme, like Monopoly, and like I just am so excited. <laughs> gimme whatever you want to give me, and I will. Okay. Buy it. Do you think that that maybe they'll maybe they'll give some love to the ride? Um, they shouldn't touch the ride. Um, the ride needs the to be perfect. touched. They well, the ride needs work. It needs maintenance. It needs work. But, yeah. but it's a beautiful ride. I don't. I don't think yeah. it needs anything. But here's the only thing I want from uh, updated on that ride, which is, hey Harrison, can we have you for thirty seconds? Um, and he just does the lines for the ride. I, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, having grown up with that park, most of the effects don't work. Yeah. Like, no, there's don't. so Ew. much in that ride. That is broken. It just really needs That's an overhaul. That's the issue. The first time I went on it, it was like a formative experience for me. I was maybe like 14 or something like that. And that is actually my first ride where I was really like, whoa, this is yeah. blowing my mind right now. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I went on it again and I brought my boyfriend and my son and I was like, we're going to wait in line. We're going to go on Indiana Jones. It's the best ride. And then like the, nothing happened. Like the it just it, so many things were broken i don't remember i kind of crossed some wires with the mummy ride and that like i remember <laughs> is there a scene with like cockroaches there's like there's supposed to be like that's bugs. the mummy that is the mummy okay so Wait, but doesn't where... india india also does, has doesn't, one. It, doesn't it have but they don't touch you no indy Indi, yeah indy had the bugs on the wall that the bugs headlights yeah. reveal yeah yeah okay yeah. and that wasn't working and so and i like yeah. bugs so i the was last bu- time i was on there i was stuck the for like 20 has- minutes the, the the snake hasn't worked in a long time you know they turned off the the um the 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 room of death the chamber of destiny a long time ago yeah um, the shifting panel yeah 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 where I mean, the, the, the big pie slice yeah that would move yeah i mean the rubble hasn't fallen since like i don't know but six months yeah. after it opened or whatever yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah there's so yeah, many no. effects that are broken it's yeah. it's and it's it's an intricate ride. I think that's the thing. That's the trouble. I, I kind of am nervous about doing a Disneyland trip um, only because uh, like I have to have that ride working. 
Like it's totally not <laughs> the whole trip's not worth it. It'll work, you know. Isn't working. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm waiting for a refurb and then to come back after a refurb or something. Yeah. Um, and I think they will. I I think that they'll put a little marketing budget behind that, hopefully, and they'll they'll do a little something. Um, so it I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't be surprised if they. I don't know. I. I kind of feel it's time for a new stunt scene in the stunt show as well. Um, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be the like the the finished one or whatever, but it's all Raiders stuff basically. It's always just been Raiders stuff, and there's been a lot of discussion that they were going to really revamp the show, but it hasn't happened. So we'll I, see. I think it does need to be revamped. I have a friend who was for many years the manager of the uh, clothing shop in mm. Hollywood studios. And she said that a huge portion of her job was replacing the pants of small children who could not contain themselves when the explosion happens in that show. <laughs> oh, it, oh. Wait, multiple times wait, wait. a day. In what? Uh, in the what? Stunt show. Exp- yeah. Wait, wait, what show? The Indiana Jones oh, stunt show oh, here at oh, Hollywood oh. studios. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's wow. exactly what I want. I want kids pissing themselves. That's yeah. exactly like there's more of that. More of that. Closer yeah. fire. Whatever you got to do. No, yeah. but I, for real, though, I just think it's time for some, some, some updates. No, it, yeah. she told me that story like 10 years ago. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, and it still hasn't changed. Like, it's just been the same show for way, mm-hmm. way, way too long. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's finish out with a little bit of universal news. I think we're all getting excited because, Janine, yes. where yes. are we about to escape to or we... escape from? Oh, yeah. Well, you have your pick. You can go to the future or you can go back to the Jurassic. Um, So Universal Studios, I love this. They came out with uh, their opening escape rooms. You have two options. You can choose the Back to the Future themed escape room or the Jurassic World themed escape room. Uh, Really exciting news. They've got Christopher Lloyd coming in and doing the scenes for the back to the future room. So this is really yeah. cool. It if it's t- connected at all to the Institute of Technology, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, yeah. I know. Me too. So you great. and me both. Yeah. It would be so great. Um, looking at pictures, it looks, I mean, if you've ever been to a tribute store, it's, they took like that, that spirit of like really bringing something intentional mm-hmm. and really setting up a fantastic set um it looks beautiful it's very expensive which yeah. makes sense um yeah is 50 dollars I mean, expensive though that's i mean most start mo- that's for if you go in solo and want to be put in groups of people you don't know and to start uh, two tickets and, and, on a saturday yeah. is like 150 bucks Ooh. yeah it's Ugh. it's yeah. about it's about 25 30 percent more what are what most escape rooms are but come on first of all it's those two brands Universal right. is yes. not going to do them cheap, and mm-hmm. they've done a from at least in the press release. What impressed me the most is they said that that the puzzles and solutions are all randomized, so they've got a lot of right. digital back end technology they've developed to make this not a one and done thing. That's and that amazing, and, and and that it's yeah. also scalable in terms of difficulty level depending on the group and who's how many Ooh. people you have. Yeah. So I, I, I just think you know they're holding back on photos because I think there's going to be some whoa this is worth 50 dollars effects and things happening in this you know yeah. I, I i don't think they've skimped on this at all it looks no, i don't think so incredible like they have only pictures of the, the jurassic world themed yeah. room and it looks fantastic i cannot wait i am in the process of buying tickets to take my brother for his birthday when he comes down 
next month. We are going. <laughs> we're we're dropping. I'm dropping that 150 bucks. Um, I'll yeah. have to report once we. <laughs> My bet is that I'm so the, excited. I, yeah. be, I bet one of the Back to the Future rooms is um, uh, Doc's lab with the giant speaker in it. Ooh. Yeah, I bet from the I, first I movie. Hope, I I hope they find a way to let you like transition from like time periods between rooms. Um, I think that'd be cool too. Hey, so. they there's nothing saying they're not going to get in a DeLorean and have a little mini simulator experience maybe yeah. i don't know so you know? i have a question for you guys mm-hmm. um do escape rooms typically have more than one room i've never done an escape room so i this will neither be- have i oh, so they God. what <laughs> i never I done one either i determined okay. i needed a good one that i cared about um and then i've just decided that i would like to start with the the best possible version of this so i hate any other ones that i do from now on that's a good that's a good that is a good plan because there's a lot of really shitty escape rooms out there. Um, yeah, two of, that's been two my, of my favorite ones. Two of my favorite ones in the world are here in LA. Uh, sorry, I'll have to tell you which ones Please. later. Um, mm-hmm. but, I'm going um, to LA in June. Uh, hey! Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, there's okay. a couple. Um, it, it's it, they they normally like one escape room um, uh, location, like a company or a, a you know uh, um, a venue, will probably have multiple rooms in it not usually multiples of the same room though like they they're not doing it for capacity there's they have differences for um group size and theme and and, and difficulty level this mm. is a little different in that i actually think there are two or three versions of the exact same pathway i think i don't know that for sure it would be uh, my guess for- is you're correct yeah that would for make capacity sense. reasons yeah. that would make a lot of sense um so in a typical escape room experience, you go into one box room and mess around and try to get out, or are there like doors that go into other rooms and like the the the, the more complex ones are multi room, multi step, and reveal themselves as you go. The That's um, cool. the really the really cheap ones are you're in one room and a bunch of the puzzles are pencil and paper and you know and it's not that interesting. Okay, okay, but but. but but this does not seem to be that. Like, I mean, I no. see a door that goes into another room in the Jurassic World one. Yeah. So yeah. I think they yeah. said like, what was it like up? It's somewhere between five and eight rooms per experience. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, really? Where yeah. are you guys yeah. seeing this? I'm not seeing that information. I can't remember. Twitter. I don't remember. No, wow. I'm, I'm not saying That's it's. That's amazing. The theme um, is like really interesting. Like I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see what that would look like or like what would you be escaping from? I can uh, tell you the Jurassic World one is there's a dinosaur that's escaped and you're in a genetics lab and that you makes have sense. to you have to figure out what you're going to do with that situation. Mm. That makes sense. I'm going to bet yeah. you, you know, they got another one of those Raptor animatronics laying around somewhere. Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, who knows? But um, the other thing to note here is if you have a group of eight, so I'm probably going to be doing this at the earliest of January, <laughs> which is a little bit like weird determining the day um but uh uh, we have a group of eight and when you have a group of eight it's just three hundred dollars um so really that comes to like 38 50 per person or 37 50 per person um which is not as bad really um 90 minutes i think that's a really good deal yeah and you're guaranteed like it's your friends like you're not guaranteed like my my biggest issue is i'm not willing to throw that kind of money uh, especially more than you know to spend fifty dollars on on basically smugglers run 
you know <laughs> just be like okay let's was okay and then it's just like me and a bunch of like teenagers and i'm like shit this sucks you know um so it's gonna be you and the family from denver yeah me and that family <laughs> from denver mm-hmm. um but uh yeah I, I think it looks a lot of fun, and I think it's a pretty reasonable price for what it is, especially you if you're parking in- included. I didn't know that. That's great. And then you yeah. can also go as AP and walk up to the door. And as long as you're not doing a group of eight, if you're just like joining a party, you get fifteen percent off. But um, it's not bad if you just want to do it and you don't have friends. I feel like it's a good, <laughs> I feel like it's a good value. Like I, I I mean I was expecting it to be way more um i think like 50 bucks is not bad 150 is crazy um but for like a once in a while experience and a unique yeah. experience that you won't get yeah. anywhere else yeah yeah it's, i'm trying I think to remember how it. much the the void was uh the void was like around morning. we ha- i remember paying 30 for the one in california that, and that was about super right. cool yeah it was yeah um i luckily got to go for press so i never paid but oh. um <laughs> yeah, and and the cool part about that was they're like we did the record. I had already no, I paid for the Star Wars one. And I then, did the um Marvel one. That oh, one was I didn't sick. get it. They didn't have it here. Oh, was, okay. It was just all they ever had here was Star Wars and Wreck It Ralph two, and so we hmm. went for the Wreck It Ralph two one, and then we were done. And they're like, "Do you just want to do the Star Wars one?" And we're like, "Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah." <laughs> yeah, um, I did the. I fun. did the. They had a Ghostbusters one in New York. I did Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Did anyone else get to do the Star Wars one? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I, what really got me? I got. I was very used to it. I didn't have any issue. Um, but I, I remember there was a railing at one point, and I leaned down to place my gun on the railing, and there was actually a railing there, and I was like, uh, that kind of was my moment where I was like, oh, you know, like oh, this is, <laughs> oh boy. And then I yeah. also touched at the end. There's a droid in the room with you when you leave, and I touched the droid. And I thought it was gonna be like a here. joke and not that good, but it was actually really good. No, it was it's like you great. feel yeah. like you're in it, like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't couldn't yeah. make it through COVID here at Disney Springs, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. But at least we have the escape rooms to look forward to. It's a to. Pele store now over here. <laughs> oh, is or it a really? Love Pop. I think it's like a Love Pop and a Pele, a Pele soccer store. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice, Sarah, if there were less Pele stores and 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 things like that? And in fact, these places were used for, oh, I don't know. It's almost like I have a place uh, at, at Disney Springs that uh, once had some form of an MBA experience. Uh, but no more. And now it's just a empty room experience. It would be really cool if instead of that, it was, oh, I don't know, Disney, an escape room, perhaps. Um, so but to end today, we are going to talk a little bit about our ideas for Disney-themed escape rooms uh, that we think Disney should do. Uh, who would like to start? Who's got I have lot? two. Dave has two. I have two. Anybody else? I have two. I have oh, one. Oh, Janine's got one. Well, we'll start with Janine. Uh, <laughs> I'm all we'll in on a Tower of Terror escape room. I was going to say that. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm glad I went first then because I didn't have a backup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> the glitz and the glamour, you know, I just, I love the story. I think that there's so much mystery that can be solved and so much story that you could expand on. And I love the idea of getting the Rod Serling voice impersonator back and mm. like, you know that i just so would he yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
there's just so many so much you could do with that and and i love the the vibe of like being in a creepy old derelict hotel mm-hmm. I, I think it's the perfect escape and everybody course. coming yeah. in dressed like as if they were going to dapper day yes yeah. oh cool. my god yeah. i would love yeah. that yes yeah i would love that i i that's in my deep dream fantasy now very very cool <laughs> Sarah, what do you got now that you only have one? <laughs> I was going to say Pleasure Island from like Pinocchio. I feel like oh. something like that would be kind of interesting. Oh, kind of like a creepy cool. circus Genuinely vibe. creepy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I think that that would be that would be interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's an, an hour or you're turned into a donkey. Yeah. That's, that's terrifying. <laughs> well, anytime you, yeah. don't, anytime you don't complete a, a an escape room, you're a jackass. So It's yep. like, exactly. that, that movie's like The Purge, but Disney, basically. Yeah, it really is. What is. That, that is. part is, for sure. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Dave, what do you have? Uh, so I have two. The first one's just, duh, because Dave, um, it's would be Haunted Mansion. And my idea was you find yourself trapped in the attic. Of the haunted mansion, oh. and, and you ha- and and so you have to dig through all of the stuff and the boxes and things up there. Yeah, and, and occasionally ghosts come in and help you out. But like the you ghosts have to get of out. the husband's past. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, right. like you're solving right, right, their right. murder. Yes, I think it, yeah, that, right. that would be so right. good. It's it's basically the attic scene, but as an escape room. Um, and then but the other one I thought would be. What if you were in Casita from Encanto? Ooh, I like having a more family friendly one. Yeah, and not spooky. And it's and what it is is like, um, who was the little boy that talked to Antonio? Antonio. So Antonio is playing hide and seek in the house. And you have to find him and you have to go from one of the siblings' rooms to another. That's so cool. And talk to the house and most and a bunch of the puzzles could be musical. Mm-hmm. You know, it it would be I, I just want Casita to sort of help me out. Like the help system is literally the house. You oh, know? That's, that's cool. That would be good. I like it. Yeah. Oh man, we got a professional here. You can see it. Copyrighted <laughs> <laughs> yeah, already by Dave. Ringer. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I'm surprised you didn't say it. I was worried I, I would beat you on this one, but of course, my first one is Indiana Jones. Of course, um, I, I think that's a that's an easy obvious. Um, yeah, Lord knows there's been plenty of escape rooms that have tried to basically do Indiana Jones. Um, anyway, but uh, an official Indiana Jones one, maybe you start in his in his office with all the eclectic stuff, and then you go from there to a, a temple or whatever. It could be a lot of fun, right? Um, my second one's a little more unique. Um, I would really love a honey. I shrunk the kids escape. room. (laughs) Uh, I really would love if uh, you get shrunk down and, and you have to deal with big objects and, uh, solve a, solve how to to work again. That would be good. Yeah. It's a new different type of, uh, thought processes that you'd have to go into, which is, which is good. And they could switch it out with toy story. Some days, well, yeah, you got the big props already. Yeah, so you already got the props. Yeah. You're good to go. I um, would love to know what what suggestions our listeners have. Yes, I, I bet that they have some really good stories that we could imagine in escape rooms. I would love to love to hear those. If you have them, submit them. I want to well, know. Disney, yes. if you would like to take our ideas, you have our email. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, where to send the invoice. For real. Or we know where to send the invoice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and with that, I think it's the time for us to escape. Uh, Rat Castle is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. And if you've got those ideas, 
Uh, send it to us via bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. That'll give you all our links, including ratcastlepodcast.podbean.com, which where you can find more information, but also our merch. Um, we have all sorts of shirts and all sorts of stuff. And um, I'm going to sneeze now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <You're so tight. laughs> I'm allergic to, to the endings of my podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. So please consider subscribing um, if you haven't already as well. Do it because I'm dying slowly, as you can hear. <laughs> I have the cough. Um, I'm a Jane Austen character. So with that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please grab your belongings, you adventurers, and exit to the left. Stop this foolishness! What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? Ah!